0: Thank you for choosing to listen to this message. At Coastal, we believe in changing and enriching lives through the power of the Word. We pray that this message would be a blessing to you. Uh, you should have an uh, outline. Everyone should have one. And there, there are two stories on on there for, for tonight. And... Uh, if if we get through these two stories, which we probably will, that we'll we'll move then to the book of Galatians. That'll be a little bit different than than this kind of uh, this kind of work. Okay. Um. So m- maybe by next week we'll we'll be ready for. Um. We'll start Galatians whether we're ready or not. We'll yeah. start. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. Um, I don't know if I, if I said plainly why I chose this subject uh, that God loves a good argument. And the, the reason. You're married. I'm sorry? Because you're married. <laughs> 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 and I've, I'm, actually, I'm not good at that. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Al is trying to save me here. Alan trying to keep me from wandering. Yeah, watch out. Okay. I, I yeah, you're right. Yeah, and the reason for that, I think, is i uh, the you know, if 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 we see two people like a, a leper coming to Jesus and asking uh to to be healed and Jesus heals him, that's that's a good story, but it's not much of a story. It's like the newspaper says if a dog bites a man, That's not a big deal. But if a man bites a dog, there might be a story there. <laughs> and so these, these things are kind of turned around, And I think, the, the way we're used to seeing God, we're used to uh, talking about God, and we see another side to him in which he is uh, more affected by the argument than we, than our, he's more affected by us than we th- very often think that he is. Okay, I, I think that's a good way to say it. Uh, so this is to help you, I, I wrote this sentence here. This is to help you be more bold in your relationship with God. He wants to hear from you. So I want to, uh, I, I think you'll see that in, in these stories. I, I know with Moses, uh, I, 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 I think God was really proud of Moses. I I just think he was, because Moses had finally, the the one we did last week, Moses had finally come to the position that God wanted him in, and that is to be a priest for the people. And he just functioned really well there and did a great job for the people and uh, that kind of thing. So tonight, we'll look at another Old Testament, and then we have a New Testament uh, one uh, f- uh, for the night is Jacob wrestles with God. And we'll do the other one would, would be is the Syrophoenician woman uh, is, is the other one uh, that we'll probably get to tonight. So we have, have you heard that story? I expect that there's a hymn. I can't think of the name of the hymn, but will not let you go until the blessing I receive something of that's pretty. Pretty close to quoting that hymn. Uh, but it, it is uh, about uh, Jacob uh, meeting God in the night. And uh, we'll read about that and, and go from there. I just want to have some sense of setting. Um, so we're, we're, we're going to read, I think, chapter 32 and then go to 27. I know we're going back, okay, but what we want to do is read the setting and then try to fill in some blanks as to how uh, their lives have shaped them for this moment. Okay, especially, especially uh, Jacob, okay? Uh, Jacob is preparing to meet his brother, Esau, for the first time in several years. And a lot of water has gone under the bridge uh, since their birth. It was tumultuous at birth, and it never changed uh, throughout their lives and i would would like for you to get the now we'll 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 work on on the facts that that feed into this okay, but I'd like for you to get the feeling of just how dangerous this is um, there's no police force uh you, and you're you're out there in the desert or Out there in let's call it the wilderness, you're not home yet, and you have to fend for yourself. So you can imagine really how dangerous things were there. Uh, And we're not just talking about robbers, but we're talking about just well, we're going to meet somebody in the dark, and uh, that can be a scary thing. Okay, so here is Jacob. Uh, He's been alienated. And has hostile uh, attitude toward him. Well, he had a hostile attitude to most everybody except his mama. Yeah, he uh, just uh, we'll work on uh, work on when we when we come to the names too. But I want to get you feel there. I mean, a lot of water gone under, under the bridge. Uh, w- would it help you if I mentioned the name Laban? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot of water's going on to the bridge here, okay? He's on the lamb from Laban, and he's going to meet a a person that uh, he thinks will probably try to kill him, okay? Well, we want to try to get a feel for this meeting, okay? All right, Uh, Jacob wrestles with God, okay, two things, okay? He prepares to meet his brother. He also instructed the second and third and all of the others who followed the herds, you are to say the same thing to Esau when you meet him. Um, here, here, here comes Jacob. Okay, they haven't met yet. And so he's trying to figure out how not to be killed, how to live through this situation, how to meet his brother without his brother killing him. He has every reason to believe his brother will kill him, and so what he's doing, he's trying to pacify, and uh, he wants to give these gifts, um, but he doesn't want to give them all at one time. he wants to trickle them in so they'll look like there's more than one crunch, okay so he, he's, he's instructing, this is, he's going to send these gifts in waves. Here, here comes a wave of a gift, okay? And then here comes another wave of a gift. And then here comes another wave. All right, uh, you ought to say the same thing to Esau when you meet him. And be sure to say, your servant Jacob is coming behind us. Now, this is where his concern is. Eh? Okay, what? He's, he wants to meet his brother without being killed. Uh, for he thought, I will pacify him with these gifts, and I am sending on ahead. Later, when I see him, perhaps he will receive me. So Jacob's gifts were on ahead of him, but he himself spent the night in the camp. All right? So and that, that mean when everybody goes over uh, before Jacob. Is there anybody that's saying what a chicken he is to send his wife and kids out there? Did anybody say that? I don't think. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to point out, if I, if I forget later, there's only 11 sons at this point. Okay? So he's got another son. He's got another son coming. All right. Let's go to the next slide. <clears throat> So now let's go back and see why uh, things are in a bad shape with his brother. Okay, I the first bamboozle of Esau. There's more than one bamboozle. He bamboozles him a couple of different times. Okay, yeah. His. anybody know what Jacob means? Close. That's yeah. Deceiver, trickster, supplanter. Uh, not characteristics, we think, are good characteristics, okay? And so he's he's wild man. He's, he's a superb horse trader, and he proves this with Laban because they make an agreement on who gets what cattle and sheep and that kind of thing, and he just robs Laban blind. And That's why he's out here on the run now, okay? All right, here's the Bamboozle. The boys grew up. Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was content to stay at home among the tents. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for somebody. This is going to come out real clear uh, later, okay? And I just want to point out to you that one of the worst things you can say about a person in the Bible is they're a good hunter. It's just not. Uh, it's not a respected skill uh, for many reasons, okay? Now, on the other hand, if you say they're a good shepherd, now that's a skill to have, that's a skill that they all like. Okay, all right. Uh, so he he's already uh, Esau's got a bad name right there. And what's Esau interested there in? What what is he interested in? Open country, open country. Yeah. And but uh, but what what does God need? What is what does the community need? Need a person who can stay at home and take care of business. That uh, the the clan needs a leader like that, all right? Uh, Isaac, who who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau, but Rebecca loved Jacob. This is not a recipe for family health, mental health in the family. This is not a place. Uh, for good health, Um, when you have the father who loves one and the mother who loves the other. Uh, This will cause many, many problems, more than we will talk about tonight, okay? So you know you've already got some real deep problems going on, all right? Uh, once, when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open, open country, famished. He said to Jacob, "Quick, let me have some of that red stew. I'm famished." That is why I was also called Edom. All right, uh, being red—that's yeah, what that is about there. And. Uh, You would think this is red lentils. You seen red lentils? Yeah, you would think this is probably red lentils, but um, we don't know, okay? And so, but what do we know about Esau in this? Yeah, he's coming in for food, but he is Famished. He's hungrier than anybody else can be hungry. Boy, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that, Jerry. That's a really good point. Yeah. He didn't do very good hunting. <laughs> Ian, you, you, you got to think Jacob is setting a trap for him too, but that, that's not all that clear here. Okay, let's go to the next, uh, next slide. All right. Jacob ref- replied, first, sell me your birthright. Gonna, he's going to bargain with him, you know. Yeah. And supply and demand is in force here. Not much supply, and we have one person that has a great demand. That's what, that's what we have. What good is a birthright to me? Oh, no, no, look, I am about to die. I think that's a little overstating it. I I know, I've never been really hungry in my life, okay? Uh, I'm sorry? What are you you giving me that for? (laughs) Do you don't think that's overstating it? Oh, no, I, th- I think that's overstating it. He's not going to die from being hungry right now. I mean, it takes weeks. To... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But if he's, he, he's even getting a poorer hunter as we go. Because if you're that hungry, you ought to find something out there. Okay, yeah. You know? Okay. But I, I think this is way overstating it. He's not going to die. He's just hungry. He, uh, why good is my birthright to me? Uh, he, uh, Jacob said, uh, but Jacob said, swear to me. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentils, yeah, lentil stew Uh, He ate and drank and then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. Now that was the first real bamboozle that, uh, and and you know now Esau is the firstborn. They're they're twins, okay, but Esau is the firstborn. And so he has the birthright now. He's been bamboozled now out of his birthright, okay? Okay. Uh, he he might not have knew this, but uh, Jacob really meant business with this. He's going to hold him to it. Okay, all right. I, that is that's the end of that one, isn't it? The, the first bamboozle at the end of it. Uh, okay, let's go to the next slide. When Isaac was old and his eyes were so weak that he could no longer see. He called Esau, his son, and said to him, My son, here I am. He answered. Isaac said, I am now an old man and don't know the day of my death. Now then, get your equipment, your quiver and bow, and go out in the open country and hunt some wild game for me. I always wanted to know what he was supposed to hunt, but we we don't have that any place. You know, it was... You know, was he after antelope or, you know, that, boy, I tell you, kill, kill an antelope with a bow and arrow, I mean, you, I don't know what kind of antelope they got out there, but that would be tough, all right? So, um, but Esau says he wants his son to go hunting and fix him uh, the food that he likes. Right? Okay. Prepare me the kind of tasty food I like and bring it to me to eat. So that I may give you my blessing before I die. All right, now Rebecca was listening as Isaac spoke to his son Esau. I really enjoy those movies where you have all these court drama, you know, king, queen, and you got all this court drama. I love that. and here here uh, Rebecca. She is not going to miss a thing, okay? She is orchestrating this. Then Esau left for the open country to hunt game and bring it back, and Rebekah said to her son Jacob, "'Look, I overheard your father say to your brother Esau, "'Bring me some game and prepare me some tasty food to eat "'so that I may give you my blessing in the presence of the Lord before I die.'" Now, my son, listen carefully to what I tell you. Whoa. Uh, this is going south in a hurry. The mother, the wife, is really involved with deceiving her husband in the worst way possible. And there she is. You talk about a dysfunctional family. This is a dysfunctional family. All right. Uh, Go out to the flock and bring me two choice young goats so that I can prepare some tasty food for your father just the way he likes it. Now, who can do a better job than her in this anyway? There's nobody. There's nobody. then take it to your father and eat so that he may give you his blessing before he dies. Now sometimes it's hard for us to see this and to understand that once the blessing said, it cannot be retrieved. Uh, We usually don't think that way, um, but that's that's the way they thought, okay? Once a curse is released from the mouth, it will accomplish it in some form, okay? And so this, this is their thought, okay? So all she has to do is deceive Isaac enough that he says the blessing to Jacob, and then that will seal the deal, okay, in their mind. Okay, all right, so uh, But my brother Esau is a hairy man. <laughs> well, I have smooth skin. Some kind of Neanderthal deal yeah, going here. I, I've wondered about that. I mean, if, if you know a goat's hair and hide's pretty tough and wiry. No, I I don't know. What what if my father touches me? I w- it would appear to be tricking him and would bring down a curse on myself rather than a blessing. See, there he's worried about that curse as well because once it's set on you, you know, if you don't duck and get out of its way, so it goes over you. But yeah, but but that would no, that would one of the ways they would deal with that. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, but but you but you see what he's concerned about here. All right. Uh, <clears throat> his mother said to him, "My son, let the curse fall on me." She really has a dog in this fight. I mean, she really uh, wants Jacob to have the blessing and not Esau. And. What I think she's saying is Esau is not capable of being the chief of this clan. He's just not capable. He's too impulsive and more concerned about the field. He just can't do this. And you are a home-grown guy. And I think that's what she's doing, okay? But I, you know, just that'll give her some out. Okay, because this is all looking bad. Uh, so he went out and got them, brought them to his mother, and she prepared some tasty food just the way the father liked it. Then Rebecca took the best clothes of Esau, her older son, which she had in the house, and put them on her younger son. Uh, she also covered his hands, uh, the smooth parts and of his neck, with a goat skin, I—I'm just going. But what we're doing here is what—we're going to bamboozle the father now. We—we've got Esau set up, and now the father. What a dysfunctional bunch of people these are! <laughs> they. Oh, right, This right. No kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm sitting just about to the laughing because like, I'm thinking back. You, this, this is deja vu to you. Yeah, she's in the Bible, man. <laughs> but, you know, Jerry, I love laughing with you, that kind of thing. But but it's good for you to understand that the story really, yeah, yeah. that's exactly where I want to go with that, that there, there's some real substance to this. I mean, it's. It sounds a little preposterous in many ways, but, but it has to do that to, uh, to keep it up, okay? And I want to remind you that this is our faith heritage here. And no place long here lose the line of faith that comes by Abraham. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to work on you know, the names a, a little bit later um but but please don 't lose sight of that and 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 it is fine for you to to realize this uh and we might want to keep that under wraps when we've got company coming over, <laughs> but you need to know this for yourself so so and also this should help you that when you get up somewhere and don 't start thinking I'm the worst person in all the world and I've done everything wrong. Don't don't go there. Just be nice to yourself. To, no, our heritage is there's some black sheep there. Hey, do you know, people that do this, uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Genealogies and, uh, ancestors and genia. Somebody asked me, you want to do that? I said, No, no no I don't want to do that okay I might find out a lot of stuff I don't want to know yeah uh, I'm all joking aside though and 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 I love this this is a great story to to show what could and does happen okay just go with it thanks Jerry I seriously thank you uh It brings weight. So where do we leave off? Right back? Okay. Uh, Then then she handed to her son Jacob the tasty food, the the bread she had made. He went to his father and said, my father, yes, my son, he answered. Who is it? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. So there's no wiggle room here to get him out of this. No, no, he is telling his father he is Esau, firstborn. Uh, I have done as you have told me. Uh, please uh, sit up and eat some of my game so that you may give me your blessing. Isaac asked his son, how did you find us so quickly, my son? <laughs> oh, the Lord was with me. <laughs> the Lord gave me success, he replied. I know, I know, I know, but at least the guy is cognitive enough uh, to to know uh, that he wasn't gone very long, okay? Not like his usual hunts, with he's out for a long time, gets so hungry. Okay, all right. Uh, it's, okay, then Isaac said, said to Jacob, Come near so I can touch you, my son, and know whether you are really my son, Esau, or not. It's, yeah, seems to me like he's got some real questions. It might just be because he can't see, I you know, but it seems to me like he's starting to smell something bad here, okay? Um, uh, okay, uh, Jacob went close to his father who touched him and said... The voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He did not recognize him, for his hands were hairy like those of his brother, and so he proceeded to bless him. Are you really my son Esau? He asked. I am, he replied. So there he is. Then he said, my son, bring me some of your game to eat so that I may give you my blessing. Jacob brought him and he ate and he brought some wine and he drank. When his father Isaac said to him, come here, my son, and kiss me. So he went to him and kissed him when Isaac caught the smell of his clothes. Remember, he's got his, his brother's clothes on as well. Um, and I don't know if you've done it, or the smell of a fire, you know, it's, it, it really does identify where the person has been. That, that, that fire is the only thing I can think about, but you'd be able to smell, they, they would know what it, uh, the, the uh, country looks like uh, being out away from home. Uh, the smell of my son is like the smell of the field uh, that the Lord uh, has blessed. Okay. May God give you heaven's due and heaven's riches and abundance of grain and new wine. May nations serve you and the people bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may the sons of your mother bow down to you. May those who curse you be cursed and those who bless you be blessed. That was the same part of the same thing that was told Abraham, you know, uh, I will bless those that bless you, and I will curse those uh, that curse you. But uh, you see, he, he receives this this blessing. Again, the, in their minds, once it's said, it cannot be revoked. It just can't be taken back. Could it be simple to say, you know, well, that was an Esau, and to prove it in some kind of court or something? Else. No, it's over with. It's over with. I, it, it, this is all wrong, and, and that's why, I mean, once he said that, you can't take, you, you, you can't, like, make nice out of that. You know, this is just such an out-and-out out blatant lie, and the results reflect the lie and not the truth. Yeah, and so uh, the, the, the reason we're doing this is so we know something about this guy, okay? And we know something about why Esau could kill him. Or would even want to kill him. Go ahead, Alan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I and I think that Rebecca and I'm not trying to justify her. I'm not, I'm not really not trying to do, but she just thinks this guy is better for the clan than Esau is. And, and that's why she's working so hard. Okay. But it is a double, like you say, it is a double of, uh, but, but remember Esau is going to be blessed in some form anyway, because he is the offspring. Although as Paul writes and which I love is Paul said it's not through DNA that this is passed; It's through the promise. And, and, and uh, that, that, I know that's much later, and that's different than what they're dealing with here, okay? But I wanted you to get a feel for Jacob and the relationship that he has with his brother to, so that you know how dangerous this is out there in the field, okay? Okay, let's go. What, we, what do we have next now? Jay first bamboos. Steal, steals a blessing. We just did that. Now wrestles with God. Is that where we? Okay. Wrestles, uh, wrestles with God. Now you're out in the desert, and you've got these brooks that run there. I know. And you cross them. Now water is hardly ever more than waist deep uh, in this. Okay? So you can get across, and you can get back. Um, and, uh, and that kind of thing. But to be approached by someone else in the dark is a scary thing. I know I would probably have been spooked. Um, so it, 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 it's, it's a scary situation, not only because you know Esau somewhere in the vicinity. Okay. And, okay, okay. Uh, that that night, Jacob got up and took his two wives and his two female servants and his 11 sons and crossed the ford of Jebrook. Now, you know, we're leaving some out, okay? But I've tried to get what, what would help you get a setting uh, for this, okay? Uh, after he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions so Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. <clears throat> when the man saw that he could not overpower him he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Now we'll, we may come back later or not. Now who is engaged with Jacob here, who is who is this person? Now, here's first rule. First rule is what the Bible says. It's not a bad rule, but just what the Bible says. What does the Bible say? Oh, the, la- later. Yeah, later. Yeah, but but. On the meeting here, what does it say? A man. A man. It says four times. We haven't read all four of them yet, okay? But it, but it says it uh, four times, okay? That, all right. Uh, when the man saw that he could not overpower, uh, well, doesn't he overpower him? Sure he does. You know. uh, why his hip? Why not his shoulder? Or maybe his back, or you know, there's a lot of things you could do to him. But this is this is how he did. It. I don't know how he got him that way, but he got him that way. Um, hurt him, hurt him bad. Okay. Uh, then the man said, "Let me go." For it's almost daybreak. Yeah, I know. Th- And, and you know, I love these stories. I I just love them. And they will speak to you deeper than you can imagine. Yeah. Just let it work with you, okay? Or you work with it. Maybe that's a good way to put it. Um, But it will speak to you in ways that you can imagine, okay? But what's this daybreak thing? I don't know. Say that again, would you, Daryl? Oh, yeah, 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 that's but Oh, I see I see where you're going with that. I didn't get that right away. Yeah. But anyway, it's that or not, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, by the way, who does that? Dracula. Dracula can't stand the light. You know. Okay, that's what I'm saying. These stories speak to us deeper than we can ever imagine if we let them. Okay? And it's not just the stories of the Bible. There are other stories all over the place. And people are grasping and trying to understand the reality and the experience of their life in which they live. All right? Um, and I knew that would get a laugh out of you, but I like that. You know, I just, I just want you to be aware of that there's other stories out there that, that try to speak to us and help us in these times. Uh, <clears throat> But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. <laughs> I never thought of that, Pastor. Did you hear what he said? He's a blessed hungry guy. Yeah, that's all he wants. He wants to get the blessing here, there, and everywhere. He goes to Laban, Oh, yeah, we got to gather this up, take this with us. <laughs> How many women are you going to take? Two of them? Yeah. I'm, how many goes? thousands going to take thousands? <laughs> and sure enough, that's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty bold to tell God that. Now I'm not, he, he, somehow he had a hold of him, had a hold of God and he, and he took hold and he's not turned loose until what? The God yields up that blessing. And, uh, Would you like to be so bold? It's scary. I know that. This is a scary time. Especially the story is just is very scary, but wouldn't you wouldn't you want to be that guy? Well, I do. I would like I'm not. But I would sure like to be bold enough to say such things as that. Okay? The man asked him, what's your name? As far as we know, this is the only person in the Bible in which God asked for a name. Now, yeah, as far as we know. Now, everybody asks God for his name. Who shall I say sent me? That's Moses, big one. And where you have the first name, the first place that God gives his real name, Yahweh, uh, to him. Uh, Jacob answered, uh, then the man uh, your, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Now, the, the word Israel, this, this is a play on words here now. The, the word Israel um, means, uh, uh, how do they put it? Uh, God wins or God prevails. That's, that's the way it says God prevails. But he's not talking about God prevailing here. Who's prevailing here? Jacob is the one, he says, prevailing. Uh, And so there's kind of a play on words. They're taking the name and playing on words. And here's a tricky thing uh, about the renaming here. You, You know, with Abraham, the name stuck. From Abram to Abraham, the name stuck. It doesn't do that, really. When you, you, you just watch. As you read about Jacob, it'll have, after this, I'm talking about after this, you'll have Jacob, Israel, or Israel and then Jacob. It just, it, 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 if, you, if you read the text, you'll see that several different places where the name does not just stick Israel, okay? But you see the difference where who prevails here. I just want to get, I don't have any explanation for that, okay? Uh, that, that's it, okay? Uh, all right, Jacob says, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask me my name? Then, uh, then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel saying, it is because I saw God face to face and yet my life was spared. And uh, as Daryl mentioned a little while ago, this was a general belief that if you see God, you will die. It's not so, but that's what they believed. Uh, especially like Gideon uh, was one of those. He, he, he thought he would die uh, because he saw, he saw God. He knew that uh, he had seen God. Oh, by the way, uh, that made me remember uh, that in, if, yeah, I put it on the, put it on here. Oh, a, under A, the small a in the bracket, Hosea 12, three through four is the first person who said that this is an angel here. And it's pretty common after that, that this is called an angel here. Okay. Usually the angel of God or the angel of the Lord, uh, something of that nature. So uh, So the sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. And therefore, to this day, Israelites do not eat a tendon attach the socket of the hip. The main thing to know is that Jacob was changed by this incident with God, and he will never be the same. Once he wrestles with God, gets the blessing, he is now prepared to meet his brother. And he does, and things go well. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, there's a Hosea uh, passage. Um, That's the four places or five places, 24, 25, 26, 27, where this is called a man that is inside the story. Uh, The name Israel uh, does not, uh, oh yeah, we did that. And this is the only place God asks a person their name, that we know of. Okay. There may may need some, may be some other places, but that's the only place. Okay. Uh, are we good? No. Now you let, let that sink into you. Next time you work on the story, you'll see you'll, you'll see new things and and uh, they'll come out and you'll be helped by. It. We got. Go ahead. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. 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 And I do not know uh, that it, that was something I didn't look up to see if that is, if this is a first place that name is mentioned, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're probably right about that. Yeah. That's Excellent. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. And I just mentioned again, there's one son that's not there yet. Uh, I guess he hasn't been born yet. Somebody have, go ahead. Well, I just, uh, I've always heard uh, in a sermon that if you don't walk with a whip, you probably have a blessing with God. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Man, that's good. That's what happened to your back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll flash in. Huh? <laughs> Excellent excellent. Okay, a Syrophoenician woman. Um, we're going to look at the Mark, <clears throat> Mark passage because I think the Mark passage is the shortest, most condensed. Uh, it is also found in Matthew 15, 21 to uh, 28. <laughs> Luke leaves this story out. Can you get, you want to you know, you guess why Luke leaves this story out? He he is. He is. He is also something else. He's the only Gentile writer of the Bible, and this is a story about a Gentile, and it does not reflect very well, or it cannot reflect. I think it reflects great, but some people might might talk about it. He, of course, he's interested in proving that Gentiles are are part of the kingdom, as what he. Okay, are you are you ready? This a really short one. Um, and again, uh, the setting, uh, verses 24 and 25. Uh, <clears throat> Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anybody to know it. To know it. Uh, so he, he, he would like to have some quality time alone. I'm not sure whether it was with his disciples. We do not know. Or whether he just needed it himself. He needed to be away from the hustle and bustle of the crowd. He needed to be away from that. Uh, and uh, he, di- he didn't get that. He entered a house and did, okay, uh, yet he could not keep his presence a secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an impure spirit uh, came and fell at his feet. And so now you got uh, the the we're all set up now. Uh, he's he, I don't know, I don't know who he's visiting, I, or Jesus I'm talking about. I know, I don't know who he's visiting or what house it is. But he wanted some privacy, and this woman found out. And as as you well know, these these communities pretty hard to keep anything a secret. And uh, Jesus being there, I'm sure was no secret. And remember now he's outside, he's outside the vicinity of Israel. Uh, the, the nation Israel, he's in a Gentile country, and yet his fame has reached there. And she, she has certainly heard about his fame and knows him as a healer or a miracle worker, or somehow she has heard something about him, and she thinks that he might, might be able to help her. Okay? So she came and fell at his feet. And what's what's your problem? We we're already told that. What, what's your problem? Yeah. And 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 as you well know, mamas will go to bat for their kids. Yeah. And I and I like that. Uh, amen. Uh, and also it tells us her race, her language, and her religion. I mean, we get just a bunch of information stuffed right in here. The woman was a Greek. Uh, born in Syria Phoenicia, she begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. Now, specifically, what does she want? She wants Jesus to drive. Let's do it together. The demon out of her daughter. I mean, that's her. That's her request. That's what she wants. I don't know whether I should preach you a sermon. It's important what you want. It's so important. Jesus asks several people, "What do you want? What do you want?" He asked the disciples that first started to follow Jesus. He turned around; they're following him, and he turned around and said, "What do you want? It's so important. It's so important what you want." Okay. It, it, It's of ultimate importance, and it's important to God. All right, okay. Okay, so Jesus' response is what? Let the children eat all they want, he told her, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. And dogs are not... That pretty little fuzzy black dog we saw when we first got here tonight this is not the kind of dogs that they're talking about. These dogs, yeah, they're, yeah, they're just not yeah, and they, yeah, and they treat them that way, even OK, I just want you to know that. but now this is Jesus' reply here. I've been teaching Bible classes and where people just get mad. The man mad Did Jesus talk to her like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it never ceases to amaze me. Okay. And now, now, what's his reply? It isn't right to take the bread that belongs to the children and give it to the dogs. That's, that's the reply of Jesus. And how many agree with that? I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> the problem is, the woman didn't agree with that. <laughs> uh, or or let, let me say, I, I, I don't know whether she agreed with that or not. Now, listen to her. I'm sorry? Well, yeah, but she uses everything Jesus said, all the characters in the way Jesus, now the way Jesus set that up, she took every one of the characters that Jesus said would act this way. She said, not really, it'll act this way. <laughs> Let's go to school. Uh, she replied, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Right? But, but she took everything that Jesus said she just rearranged all the characters so, so it did what? she arranged all the characters so it came out in her favor I, let me suggest that you do that I'm just a suggestion, you do that you arrange all the characters so things come out in your favor Okay? Do you use the idea of dogs? Use the idea of children? The idea of bread. All right? Now how does Jesus respond to her? Hey, she, uh, she disagreed. How does Jesus respond to her? Given her what she wants? How does Jesus respond to her He gave her what she wanted. Okay? Then He told her, "For such a reply, you may go. The demon has left your daughter." Amen. I'm sorry. Such a reply. I, how many of you would yearn to think that well? On your feet. <laughs> Let's do that again. How many of you yearn to be able to think that well on your feet? Oh, come on. This is, I mean, you just got to love this gal. I mean, she is just awesome over the top. Good. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> Good thinking good thinking. Good thinking. That's good thinking. Uh, she went home and found her child lying on the bed and the demon had gone. Yeah. it might be the first rest that child has had for, well, we don't know how long. Yeah. Yes. What a, what a uh, wonderful, uh, what a wonderful thing. So let me try to give you, what's kind of a joke and uh, you know i love the king's court and that, that kind of thing and and they're, they're also serious in there because the king's word means life or death they're also serious in there you know how they have to have a jester just to make some sense of of lightness to it or a possibility of, of something okay Well, this gesture that was in the court had just gone too far. I don't know what he said, but he just made the king absolute irate. And so the king told the guards, uh, you grab him and take him out and execute him. Uh, And uh, so they came and got a hold of him. They were dragging him out. And uh, some other guys in the court came to the king and said, no, wait a minute, You, you, you can't do this. He served you here 20 years. He's been faithful and he's been a servant all these 20 years. You just can't kill him like that. And so he rethought the thing and, and then he said, Well, I said, I can't take that back. I've already, I've, I've just I just put it out there to, you know, did, you know and execute him. So call the guy back in. So he called the guy back in. The king said to him, He said, I can't take it back, but I'll let you pick the way in which you die. He said, if it's all the same to you, King, I'd like to die of old age. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you like to think on your feet like that? Spend 20 years as a jester and you'll learn. Yeah, yeah. But don't you love this woman? How oh, she did that? Boom, bam, boom, bam, boom. Oh, yeah, here. Well, look at this scenario. The way this one comes out. This one comes out in my favor. What do you think, Jesus? Jesus, I like that one best. Take that one. Okay, that will do. We're just a few minutes over and, and we got there. <clears throat> Jesus is the bread from heaven that will feed the children and the dogs. Amen. Yeah. All right we're we, we, we going to close another phase of this and we'll open next week. We'll, we will open with the Galatians. Okay. Uh, Lord, we thank you for your love toward us in your son. We thank you for your word that is really uh, just helps us along in life and understanding you and understanding the world in which we live. We ask you to bless us in the world. Make us more like Jacob. Make us more like this Syro-Phoenician woman, uh, Lord. Um, not just to be selfish, but to bless others. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.